Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. And everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Joining me again, after something of, a, of, of an absence from the podcast, are my four favourite players in this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice Those not watching player. don't get to see Tyler counting on his fingers. How are we all guys? I realize it's been a week for most of us and a, a little bit longer for one of us. Uh, I'm fine. Excellent. <laughs> doing great. Excellent. Uh, Dane? Not doing bad. Um, uh... <laughs> I made a very ridiculous doodle, and my friends who definitely do not help with me having poor impulse control convinced me to buy 50 prints of them with holographic foil on them. Uh, Was this the one you're going to hand out at the... BlizzCon? Yes. Yeah. Nice. I saw that. Oh, you got BlizzCon? Yeah, this will be, I don't know, like my f- sixth year at BlizzCon? No, jeez. Excellent. And Jacob, how you doing? I might have to edit this a lot. But as long as I've got his recording, then Josh will have to make a way to... Josh will have to find a way to make that work. But don't worry, everyone. That's future Josh's problem. I hate that guy ever since he started putting on so much weight. Too many cakes. (laughs) Why are we fat shaming future Josh? Because he's not here to defend himself. Uh, this is a callback. This oh. is a callback to something no one else is. Oh, okay. that's fair. context for. Ouch. Ow. <laughs> that that hurt. Um, for people who don't know, my wife, after finishing her degree, has gotten back into baking, and so I tend to post a lot of pictures of her cakes, and and yelling that I'm doomed. There we go. Now we're all in on the joke, and it's very funny, and Josh isn't crying. Um, shut up, Ethan, you're crying. Um, so, how are all our characters feeling, and who are we all playing? Well, I'm playing uh, Michael. He's a great wizard, and he's feeling great. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, Dame, who are you playing? I am playing Mags. Uh, she is a large furbolg barbarian, and she's feeling rather nonplussed at the moment. Excellent. Not particularly bothered one way or the other. Fair enough. Uh, Jacob. I am playing Kong. He's currently a bit panicky, as we seem to be in a precarious situation. From last time. And Ethan. Uh, yeah, Malf, uh, Piney Ranger. Um, uh, a little bit concerned with the way things have been developing in the past 15 seconds. I love that half of you are like, actually, this may not go very well. Huh. The other half are like, no, it's great. Been through worse. 
No, you haven't. I haven't done anything worse yet. Uh, hey, now. It's <laughs> not I an know. invitation for worse things to happen. <laughs> it's all right. I, I, I will try not to do anything <laughs> considered. Um, enough terrible attempts at meme humor. Um, so, yes, uh, the four of you were on a train heading out of Oatville and towards Holdem City. Not the other way around, like Josh made the mistake in our last episode, last season. Thank you for reminding me, Tyler. Um, a bolt had punched into the... had punched through the window near... I don't remember which one of you. And a guard had come in and said, There is no need to panic at all. Everything is fine. We are certainly not under attack by bandits. The guard left the carriage quite quickly after that, uh, on his on their way through, rather, I should say, uh, to inform the other carriages. Um, as you all look out the front, though, you see the front end of the train has clearly tipped off of a large gap uh, of the bridge that you are on over a lovely, shiny blue river. Now... I remember the first time I did this to um, at least two of you in this party. But you see, what I'm going to do is we're going to have some fun. Because you only have a limited amount of time to do anything, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you all about, let's call it two minutes, until the train comes off, the, your carriage, sorry, comes off the track. And go. Uh, well, what about all, yeah? What about all the other people on the train? Oh, forget them. We don't have time. All right, which which direction is the train like leaning into? Because I want to run the other direction. It's going forwards. Uh, as you. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just like try to smash my way into all the carriages that aren't the ones that are in the opposite direction to the bridge. Okay. Um. As you open the door and you, you fling it open, you can see about five meters away from you and uh, getting further and further away with every second um, is essentially George waving. As he is, yeah, hi, George. Yeah, he's decoupled uh, the other car, the other cars from the train. Oh. oh. So we're safe? No. No. He's uncoupled the cars behind yours from the train. Oh. oh, I see. So he's... So he's saved the other passengers. He's been a hero. Oh, I'll, I'll restart thanks, the clock. Thanks, I'm, I'm not going to penalize you guys for my, you know, filibustering. None of my stuff was on that. None of your stuff was on that. It's okay. all in the carriage with you guys. And we're currently heading off the... All right. Yeah. Um, okay. I would like to go to the front of this current car. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so there's a there's a gap between the cars, right? Yes. Of some kind. Um, I'd like to use Ray of Frost in that gap to kind of lock, to hold the car that we're in currently, and hopefully the car's in front of us. Okay. Yes. Right. But if we're but if this car is locked in place by a big hunk of ice, then the train the cars can't move forward or backwards. 
How do you figure? Because of ice? I... I feel like I'm not explaining it well enough. Maybe the, It maybe could be I'm not understanding it well enough. And I've, pa- I've paused time outside, for this one. I've paused time for this one. I'm not being that Sorry. Mean. Sorry. No, yeah, like the there's the gap between... Mm-hmm. The, but if, if I can freeze the car to uh, the tracks uh, itself, make like one solid, you know, and then hopefully and then there's some kind of gap or there's some kind of barrier... That's holding oh, okay. Okay. Car stuff in okay. place. I understand. I understand what you're yep. trying to do. Um, so I mean, it's a bad idea, but yeah, it's not that. a great idea. But I mean, it's an idea. Look, there's no bad ideas when you when your train is going over the edge. Um, so you attempt this. Uh, your your magic ice spell comes out and it, it tries to ice up the wheels, but you're essentially trying to prevent several tons worth of carriages and an engine with a small amount of ice. So it holds it for a second, it then shatters as the wheels keep turning. Well, I tried. You did. Thanks, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what are the odds that we can make the dive into the river? You could definitely dive into the river. That would not be difficult at all. <laughs> all right, cool. I grab my stuff and my I like sling my little train friend on my arm, and I'm like, "See you guys." Oh, um, Dane, what was Mags doing? Because we we didn't get any in, in 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 we didn't get anything about that. And I'd like to know. Um, she's not very used to trains or how they work, so I I feel like she was more or less watching what everyone else was doing, trying to figure out where she could help, but the second Mouth leaps out, she's just gonna have to follow. Okay. Um, and Conlon and, uh, Michael, last thing that each of you do? Well, if it's the last thing, then I guess I'll jump out into the river. Looks like you're gonna have to jump! (laughs) <laughs> I'm already halfway down. Yeah. Like, the, the, there's this right. beautiful moment where all four of you are like synchronized in the air against uh, against the carriage. Um, it's a beautiful moment. It's extremely cinematic. And then the words "season two just appear under you for some obscure, weird reason. Uh, and then you continue. And then you continue tumbling. Um, the wind whistles past each of you. Your hair, or in Mal's case, foliage, whistling all around you as the river approaches you, as the engine hit at first, the water has been broken up. So it's not going to be as bad as, say, you know, slamming into solid water, which would be like hitting cement. Um, what I would like, though, is a constitution check from each of you as you hit the water. All right. A check Slash and not a save. D20. Um, I, mean, you can, I mean, it is essentially a constitution save. I haven't played this game in a while. The whole trick is to roll really low, right? Like, one's a really good roll? <laughs> no I'm quite. asking the difference between save and uh, check, because I'm proficient in save. Yes, you, you can... You can it, it is a constitution save, essentially. Okay. Sweet. 19. Oof. Nice. I can't I'm believe Malf turned into a bundle of tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proficient at slamming into the water face first. You you belly flopped badly. I rolled a five. 
And uh, Colin with the 18. I got a total of 18. 18. Lovely. Um, So for Conlon and for Mags, the water roars in your ears as you strike it. It is just this abrupt cessation of sound and the and, and the feeling of movement, which is just eerie, but it, it's really, really jarring. Um, both of you black out, but just for a moment, and then you are able to resurface. What you see, though, is a an immense dark form coming towards your two companions in the water. And before you either of you can react, it grabs them and starts hauling them uh, essentially away from you guys. And as you splutter to the top, you can see a large furry form dragging them to the shore. It sucked to be those two two characters. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Trent, help me. Help your master. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mags is immediately, um, is Conlan nearby? I hope so. Yes, I'm not is. good at swimming. He He's small enough. Yeah, no, Mags is going to pick him up. Like, not even ask, just instinctually, uh, pick him up and start swimming over there half, uh, with one arm, half holding him. As that's happening, can I look up to see if that train is coming down? <laughs> Uh, it is coming down, but it's not coming down on top hey, of you. Small blessings. You you get used. I mean, you you get to observe the spectacle of the rest of the train just like plowing into the river, and just like seeing the immense like just wave come towards you, and then just like you know. Woof. I don't I don't know how you describe it when a wave of water hits someone and just like lifts them up a little bit. Like I don't know what the actual right word is for that so please forgive me excellent can we not do that again agreed I'm gonna continue just paddling my way over excellent so you're following the large you're essentially following the behind of a large bear um, he has dragged Malf and Michael onto the shore, and the two of you feeling very, very tired at this point. Um, do, do you, like, just pull yourself up, like, into the lake shore? For, for oh, us? Oh, uh, sure, why not? Yeah. I, I didn't That's mean you two. Man. You two are still unconscious. Oh, no. Well, yeah, so we thought. Yeah. Sorry, I, I meant um, Mags and Conlon. I apologize. <laughs> yes. Lovely. Um, you find yourself at a small camp. Um, what you can smell, though, is the, the wonderful smell of what is definitely someone's breakfast. Uh, there is a sizzle of lovely butter and of lightly toasted bread. Uh, you can see all of you that are conscious... Uh, can see a rough and grizzled-looking dwarf setting up breakfast on a stone table. Each setting is perfectly arranged, but with mismatched cutlery and chipped little cups. Um, As Malf and Michael show signs of waking, um, 
the dwarf bids you each to the table with a stately bow and a refined gesture. Uh, a large bear is sitting next to the table, and you watch as the bear tries to scoop up some of the fish with a paw. Uh, the dwarf like swats him on the paw with a wooden spoon and then points at the river. Um, the bear bounds towards the table, dips his paws in, rubs them together a couple of times before standing up to walk very carefully back to the table. And the dwarf nods at you. Hello? What? Did I hit my head when we fell? Uh, no? He, he kind of gestures at his throat a couple of times and, and, and like shakes his head and, and moves his hand. Uh, and then... He looks at um, Mouth and just thinks, no. Looks at Mags, is like, I'm not sure. <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. Um, he then hands Mags a piece of paper. I, I know Mags is literate, correct? I'm pretty yes, sure. Yes, she is. Okay, cool. Um, and it, it, Mags, can you read the note I just put in our little Skype chat? Oh, goodness. All right. To whomst it may be of concern, regarding the circumstances in which I find myself, please accept my most humble apologies, as you may be able to ascertain. I have. I was going to say that's not Dame, that's Mags. Um, ascertain. I have been gravely injured and find myself unable to converse with you in my regular fashion. However, if there is anything I can do to help, please let me know, as I have taken an oath to aid any and all travelers I meet. Duncan Stonechin esque of the Ravenhill Stonechins. I don't know what esque is. Uh, it's short for Esquire. It, no, that's Mags. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, Dame knows what Esquire is. No, that's Mags just reading it. ESQ. She's like, Okay, sorry, sorry. I'll be shush now. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, she will hand it to Conlin and be like, what's Esk? What does that mean? Is that like it's a probably title, a title. Or... Esquire, maybe? <laughs> um, Michael? He nods. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Esquire. That's, I, I mean, I haven't it's read it myself. Like... But, uh, yeah. So I have a question. How many places did he set up the, his little table? Sorry, I'm not going to like use hand gesture because that's terrible audio. He set one for each of you and himself and the bear. So the six. Hmm. He shakes his head. He then gestures at his eyes, like he points at himself, gestures at his eyes, and points up at the train. That's fair. And then he, ma he makes a gesture with a hand, like a falling person. Shrugs. Mm -hmm. Splat. And then, like, and then, and then just says, like, I was, his gestures say, I was cooking anyway. Mm. Ah, so, I mean, that makes sense when you see... Uh, several people falling out of a train who's that is also falling you immediately set a uh, table uh, place for each one makes sense 
he makes a um, like he holds his hands open like well, what else would you do it's most generous of you he he said this was his oath true <laughs> all right um so have we are we have we like woken up yes all right uh i check to make sure all my stuff is there it is and little treants okay he's fine all right he's happy um, he's, he's like cool. he's trembling like a leaf and just checking out the water. Alright. You know. Cool. Um, so are we going to be attacked by bandits in the next few minutes? I would hope not. Because, I mean, they probably saw the train go go down, and I imagine, uh, you know, that's sort well, of what they're interested in. Well, there are bandits in. going after the train, they'll probably be attacking the train up there. <laughs> and Conlon just points back up. Hey, you there, Mr... You there, Mr. Esquire. What do you think the odds are that bandits are coming at us? Hey, Josh, what does Mr. Sorry, Esquire sorry. think? Sorry, I was making the question? gestures for everyone watching and, and hoping that I'd get some kind of reaction. Um, he shakes his head and then just kind of points at himself and points at his bear and makes, like, muscle, like... No, they wouldn't try that. Um... Yeah, they were, like... Shoot, hitting us with something that I don't know. I don't think they're worried about bears, to be honest. He pulls out a uh, crossbow bolt that looks interestingly familiar, puts his thumb against it, and then snaps it. Is that one of those crossbow bolts? <laughs> Sorry, it's he probably knows. like the one that almost hit me. Um. Also, uh. Josh, I don't see your camera. Yeah. Oh, so. oh, okay, wow, that doesn't help. Okay, there we go. No, you're just doing gestures for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I am. There we are. <laughs> it's Josh's theater <laughs> of the mind. Sorry, everyone, I restarted Skype and I didn't realize I didn't have my camera on. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. So, um, I have a thing, uh, it ASMR trait, mm. that is healing hands. Uh, this guy has a... Uh, hurt uh, throat or whatever to where he can't talk mm. could I use that to heal his speech you can try I will try do you want to ask for permission first um, that's I... a good idea like because everyone before you touch someone you should definitely ask permission you shouldn't just pick them up and throw them before asking <laughs> uh, that sounds like a different adventure um, uh, okay so I was like hey I I have a thing called Healing Hands. Uh, I don't know if it'll work or not, but can I try it on you? Yeah, but I gotta I gotta touch you, and it gives me a thumbs up. Okay, cool. Um, I try Healing Hands. Okay. Um, he he bears his neck, and you can see what is very clearly an, an extremely old-looking knotted, scarred piece of flesh. Um, you press your hands to it. And you can feel the familiar warmth of, of the healing divine magic. However, it does nothing. I mean, you, you notice a small nick um, from where he'd cut himself shaving goes away. Um, but otherwise, he is still unable to talk. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, at least I tried. Max is over here quietly doubting the greatness of this wizard. Hey, <laughs> I get a cut. 
Everyone can have a rough day. Just... Maybe you just gotta try it again, man. You'll get there. <laughs> he, he makes a, a stately bow. Um, yeah. And he has, he, like, a, a cloth folded over his forearm. Um, and he bids each of you to eat. Yeah, all right, Coffee why not? Free food. So he's looking like a, a Like waiter. a waiter, yes. Uh, as each of you sits down, he gives you, like, a napkin, like, across the waist. Oh, thank you. Uh, What's this? And then this he seats strange. himself, and um, he picks up a, a small teacup, taps it with his teaspoon a couple of times, and offers it, like, in a, in a cheers kind of thing. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, I'm still not? keeping my eyes. I'm still keeping my eye on the cliffside for when those bandits show up. He starts like genteely drinking his tea, like he extends his pinky and everything. Mags will assume this is some sort of strange dwarf custom and do the same with her teacup. I'm sure this teacup is far too small for her hands in the first place. The, the bear, on the other hand, um, well, on the other paw, I guess, um, just kind of gently picks up the teacup with its mouth and just kind of leans back and then puts the empty cup down and then licks its face a few times. <laughs> and then in the most dainty fashion you can imagine, just starts to just, like, slowly tear apart its fish with its, with its paws and just, like, gently pick it clean rather than doing what bears usually do, which is just crunch it down in one go. This is the most interesting bear. So, so how did the two of you uh, join uh, join forces, join up together? He puts a hand on his heart, points to himself, points at mouth and the tree, and then he indicates himself and the bear. Uh, you have a bond then. So. Oh, he's like another one of them ranger guys. Okay, yeah, this makes sense. Alright. Um. So, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> like hitting people? building things he takes out a cooking knife and a chopping board and ah, just like chopping you know, up chopping up your foes of course michael maybe we should I think he just likes hold off on dismemberment and talk until after breakfast agreed uh, maybe he just likes practicing his cooking i get it i mean i well mouth doesn't but i do <laughs> He, he actually, um, he nods and he, um, he gives a, a kind of like stately, I agree with you very much nod to Conlon, um, who has been discussing like the proper etiquette when it comes to talking about how one cuts things up. That's usually over the dessert. Uh, he then hands you another note saying, where were you going? You know, I get mixed up. Um, it's either Oatsville or Hold'em City. Um, I, yeah, which ways? Which ways? Hold yeah, him, Mister. I think it was hold him. He makes a gesture encompassing all of you, 
like with, with his arms, brings them into himself, indicates himself and the bear, and then gestures walking. I think he wants to give us a hug. Like a bear hug. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Which way is Holden City, Mr. Esquire? I believe he was indicating he'll show us or take us there. Oh, okay. Oh, he's nodding. Okay, all right. Oh, does he want? Is he going that way himself? That seems to be the case. Yes, more likely than wanting a group hug. I'm gonna have to let one of you guys be in charge of communication from now on. All you people are weird. I don't get you. <laughs> Mags will immediately put her finger on her nose and say, nose goes. I'll talk to him. Wait, hang on. I can speak to animals. I should, I should have spoken to the bear. I don't know what I'm going to say to the bear. That's <laughs> good. The, the guy's story checks out. Okay. Uh, do you cast speak with animals? Uh, I don't really know what I'm going to say to the bear. <laughs> ah, never mind. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, after we eat, is do you? Um, do we need he to actually leave holds right his away? hand up for a second, uh, and he secures a necklace around the bear. Um, you you see the bear like shut its eyes for a second and hold its paws together. It makes a couple of gestures, and then it says, "I am very sorry." He forgot. Oh. Oh, what? I didn't need to cast speak with animals no. at all. His magic necklace is speak with human. Oh. Hey, hey, dude, what's your name? I am Wojciech. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I know what There's that is. That's a history joke for everybody. I have three brain cells, so I don't get it. Um. No, I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. There was a, a bear who served in the British Army whose name was Private Wojciech. Polish. Polish. Sorry. Oh, no, I think I remember seeing this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, one of the Polish yeah. regiments that that's that like after Poland obviously got a few bad things happened to it. Um, yeah, there were one of the Polish Reserve regiments that served under, I believe, the British. But um, yeah, one of their soldiers just like on a whim adopted a bear like they like they ran into this traveling merchant fellow and they thought it was a dog initially <laughs> he just had a bear cub with him for some reason so they just bought it like why not oh fuck that's not a dog that's a bear um and they sort of adopted it as their mascot and they trained it to uh like they act like it actually had um an enlistment number it was enlisted in their regiment as private white check that's um, wild. This is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- we're, w- no, no, no. We're, we're not like yes. doing the usual thing that me and Ethan do, which yeah. is talk shit to foreigners. Um. <laughs> no, this is real. W O J T E K. Wojtek. Wojtek the solar bear. The soldier bear. Yeah. That's Apparently, wild. he retired to a zoo uh, after the war as well, and old members of his regiment would come by and visit and give him cigarettes and then climb into the enclosure with him, which must have oh really, really rattled people. Just imagine being like any of the normal zookeepers, like, what are you doing? Why are you giving that bear cigarettes? 
Bears don't <laughs> yeah, see you. Like, this is why we have signs this. put up now. <laughs> don't smoke oh out God. the bears. Yeah, he wouldn't have liked smoking the bear. Um, so Wojciech holds his hand to the necklace. Um, uh, Duncan says, you won't go hold them. Is not problem. Yep. Cool. Where to? You said hold them. We can go. Oh, you gone there as well. All right. Duncan, I help travelers. We go where travelers want. Is not problem. Is what we do. That is very kind of you. Okay. I accept bear quest hook. This is really cool. We got to meet a talking bear. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's really neat. I get to meet talking humans. It's a good day for both of us. I was going to say. <laughs> think about it from the bear's perspective. They're more doing sign language. Oh, that's coming back. Don't sign worry. language, but with big bear paws. <laughs> Why are you saying that it turned the lights I like on? I think all of us did a similar uh, thing. Alright. <laughs> this party's only got room for one ranger, though, so I hope this isn't some kind of combat arrangement. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so you guys have now told them, um, as you finish your meal, um, Duncan washes everything up and stores everything very carefully into his backpack. Um, in fact, as you look at it, you can see every cup and saucer has its own little, like, space in the backpack it's it's kind of like you know similar to a photographer's backpack in that way um he picks up a couple of fearsome looking battle axes nods and points i so just... all right i would just go on that way <laughs> um the trail to holden is little more than a deer path at this point. The trees, the birds, and other small animals further from the tracks show much better health. Actually, um, can I get... If anyone's um, proficient in, say, survival or nature, can I get a roll? Of course. Wow, all right. I'm going to roll and then see which one... Oh, All right. From one to a twenty, from the bottom straight right. to the top, boys. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't D oh, twenty. I, mean, I just wrote roll yeah, twenty. Yeah, okay, that was cheating. Hey, an eighteen. <laughs> so I've cheated. All right. Better than a fourteen. I've excellent. Um, I would say that um, Mags and Malf, the two of you definitely notice there is a greater diversity of wildlife, both plant life and birds. The further you get away from the tracks, and the deeper into the, the forest that you go. Um, you also definitely see that um, there's fewer weeds and the ground itself seems to be happier, more, more vibrant, more energetic. Hmm. Um, while Duncan cannot speak and Wojciech has essentially gone ahead to kind of, you know, break the trail, neither of them really seems if they wish to talk while on the trail. Um, but you guys can really the the one the one who's mute doesn't um, really. I mean, talk? he occasionally points birds out and makes like little gestures. 
Like, you know, ooh, look at that. Here's a little bit. Can... Can I can I establish that Michael is like walking next to him or close to him and is just talking <laughs> his ear off about uh, wizardy things and like trying to um, show off? Duncan nods. And he is an absolute rapt audience. Actually, give me a second. <laughs> Why are you tormenting because this man? Because it's Michael. <laughs> I'm just. I'm ta- I'm talking to him he he's 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 a ranger out in the woods all by himself and his bear friend you know i think he would you know he would enjoy uh, having can you give new me people a wisdom roll, please um, all right plus one okay. you absolutely believe ten. that he is extremely interested in everything you have to say yeah why'd you have to roll it to confirm that uh because i was giving a performance check and it would have been really funny if um, Tyler had rolled better than the actual 12 that I rolled. <laughs> so it should have been minus 2, not plus 2. Um, it just would have been like, you know, you realise he's not listening to you at all. He's just being polite. That would have changed nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, talking. does that stop Michael? No. Are any of us paying attention to what is. Michael's talking about? <laughs> Hell no. It's your choice. I've already heard this I've already heard this one before. Absolutely not paying attention all right. at all. Just wanted to check. Part of me gets the feeling that at least one of you is perfectly emulating his facial expression and gestures in synchronized time to every story Michael's got. I feel like Malf is probably the one to do that. Would Malf do that, Ethan? Maybe. I don't know. I think Malf wouldn't give a shit enough of a shit to do that. That's probably <clears throat> true. I know Mags is not like Dame would be doing that, but I think Mags is a little too <laughs> serious and doesn't care. Oh, I would totally probably be doing that a couple different times. <laughs> there is my the one doing it. <laughs> oh, there's your nat twenty for a performance of just copying oh. Michael. <laughs> Your, 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 your performance is so good and just breathtakingly accurate. Like, you even get the thing with the eyebrows correct. It's amazing. <laughs> Mother's probably just trying not to pay attention to all this. Like, God damn it, I'm surrounded by morons. Oh. Well, he doesn't say that. He just thinks it. Damn, though. Yeah, I mean, mood. You can just tell your tree friend. I don't think the rest of us speak plant. Alright, yeah, fine. Um, it's not a huge walk to the next uh, village. Like, you can see um, Dankin... Uh, sorry, Wojciech comes tumbling back through the woods. Quickly. He does not bother making the gestures to cast the spell. He simply gives a wave, nods his head. Um, Does that mean trouble? Duncan... Ah, I was just getting to the good part. You don't notice the relieved expression on Duncan's face? (laughs) Like, there was a good part? Oh, good. (laughs) I was just getting to the druids. Okay. 
I follow the bear. Um, yes. Excellent. Um, the village, as you exit from the woods, the village before you is the bare remnants of a new settlement, the ruins of which speak of flight taken in haste at some threat. You see signs of a struggle, but little else um, at a glance. Man, Oatsburg is really a uh, dump. Believe it or not, this is a different place. I'm gonna take a wild guess and suggest that this ain't Haldem. No, this looks like a small village, but is anything on fire? Not anymore. Oh, that's. I guess. I. That's a plus. Uh, I mean, you, you can see some smoldering remains here and there, but largely the buildings are undamaged. Well, that's good, but all the people are gone. Well, if you search around, maybe you'll find something. I will slowly start poking around. Because that is not a good sign when it's, like, deathly quiet. There was burning things. I'm sure this can't horribly go wrong uh, it seems like all the 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 ruffians or whatever have, uh, you know they've found somewhere else to be this is probably really safe actually that was a four I don't notice anything that is not very good um, I would say Jacob is somewhat distracted um, at the sights and, and the smells of this place and he's just unable to focus or, or find anything particularly useful and Tyler, I don't know what you rolled there. I don't know what I rolled either. I'll, I'll let you re-roll it. Um, Malf, Mags? Uh, are we rolling perception or investigation? Which, which skill would you like to use? Perception. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, you, you could use, like, so. nature or survival or, or perception. Oh, which, that's which, true. Depending on how you wish to do this. Uh, well... I get my biggest modifier from <laughs> athletics, so I'm just gonna do like cartwheels around the place. I like hey hey wait you start, you start check doing this push out. You start I guess doing push I'll roll survival to impressed. look for. I'll, I'll roll survival to look for uh, signs of a struggle or tracks or those kind of things that would be related to survival. Okay. And um, I get <laughs> twelve. Sorry. Um. I have a. I rolled an eighteen, and I have a plus four oh, to investigation. And I just roll the dice to see what happens. Okay. Which skill are you using? Survival, cool. perception, nature. What are we talking? Probably perception to make sure that like whoever did this is a long way gone, Excellent. and that we're gonna be okay. Wonderful. Well, I'll start with the um, the wizard because he had the first big success. Um, as you poke around the village, uh, the remains, Michael. Um, you, I mean, you find really just some trampled rations, some possessions that have been strewn over the ground, like just trinkets that are largely worthless. I mean, except for sentimental value. Um, one thing you do find is a child's drawing, uh, of a man made of fire caged in iron bars, screaming in rage. It's a very intricate picture. <laughs> Why is a child drawing this? It's a really good question. Um, 
you those who rolled pretty well on their survival, which in this case would be uh, Malf, Dame, you were just like slightly short. But I mean, you're yeah, all around, a little so. low. Yeah, a little low. Um, Malf, you follow some of the tracks and bloodstains. Um, you can see that this was done quite some time ago. And I mean, you're able to look at the smoldering ashes and, and you know that this was at least a day and a half. Um, what you do find, though, is among the, like, uh, among some of the tracks and whatnot, you find a few bloodstains uh, and glinting among some fallen stone, you find a metal arm. It's similarly fashioned to the constructs that you saw on the train. However, I mean, it, it's the same material, but it's very different. It's more insect-like. Hey guys, I found this arm. Oh, yes, Esquire, what's this? Dankin's eyes narrow. And you see his, like, usually, like, bemused kind of, like, hmm, kind of face become one of extreme anger. Friend of yours, is it? Um, the bear at this point comes over and puts a restraining paw on um, on Duncan's shoulder, and then he he puts a, a paw on his um his necklace. Not quite. We know this one. No, oh, yeah. The... Uh... So what's it's... well? There you go. Well. Do we, uh, do you want to go after Duncan him? Duncan nods. Duh. He does. You wish to go to hold him? Is that way. You wish to come with us? Okay. We are going slightly different way. Okay, bye. I'm going to hold him. Ah, finally someone with some sense about them. Wait. Themselves. We don't... We don't want to help them, but they helped us first. You know, I don't know. Is, well, I say is that way. Might be that way. Ah. Could oh, be that way. you bastard. Hmm. Uh, I think you'll find bastard is a better is a better insult in this case. No, I'm standing by what I what I said the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great, let's go murder who right. the thing that now has one fewer arms. <laughs> you you do notice, um, Malf, there were quite a few of these tracks. And judging from the movements, um a number of villagers were easily dragged away. Uh essentially these tracks though do go the same way. Although you can also see that several like People tracks, uh, people running, were heading off into the woods as well. How big is the arm that Mal found? Um, just trying to think. It's a really interesting question. Probably about eighteen inches. Okay. But for our American listeners, yeah, Australian ones can probably figure it out. I hope. I mean, it's like forty-five centimeters. <clears throat> yes, thank you. I mean, it's like shorter than like my arm. 
mostly That's I was pretty thinking, short because Conlon's a halfling. Actually, no, you, you'd call it about a foot long. It's about oh. a foot long. This is a rather small arm. Did this come off? Or large Do they have break. a lot of these? Uh, if you ask Malf about this, he could tell you it does look like they would have quite a few. Mm, are these sharp? Well, they're metal and they got edges, so they're not sharpened specifically. But you could you could tell that these these weren't the cutting implement that would have left the blood stains. Um, but yeah, there would have been I something else. I also got a total of a four, so oh. Conley didn't notice much. <laughs> oh. No, he didn't. He was he was probably just like traumatized and distracted. Excellent. And that people is about time. Is it? Yeah. I thought we had another ten minutes. Okay, we can go for another ten minutes. Um you guys essentially follow Wojciech and uh Dankin for a few days. The woods have gone from being alive and friendly to now more claustrophobic. And to people who aren't, well, essentially really just a Michael, I guess, far more threatening, less friendly around these place, around this place. Um, after a couple of days of hard travel, and I, when I say hard travel, I mean really hard travel. Um, and I mean, as you travel as well, you come across small sites of skirmishes where, you know, you, you can see signs of fights, like areas where one or two people would have fallen in fights and been dragged away, but the main body of people are all moving in one direction. You can tell that walking wounded, old people, children, are all essentially being hurried along on this path. Um, you also find a couple of, like, wagons that would have been being dragged by people have just been abandoned with majority of the um, possessions just left strewning around, like, you know, torn clothes... No food, though, is left behind. Every food item has been picked up and taken with them. Hmm. Um, how are you guys feeling, by the way? Is this all... You guys okay? I'm... Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Can we try and get a little bit of information from Yorick? Of... So, what is this thing that we're following? Denkin seems to not like it. It is an... Neither of us like it. It is an unnatural thing. It is something that is made and given life it should not have. When we see it... I mean, it describes a whole lot of trees as well, to be honest. I know a few trees like that. Yes, well, some of them are bad, but this is evil. This is the perversion of nature and of souls. They are twisted creations. I'm going to take a while guessing, suggest that one of them gave you that little shaving accident over there. Uh, that would have been Dankin, not Wojciech. Yeah, but like, you know, that's, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, sorry, you mean the, 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 the scar, <laughs> right. Yeah, is, is one of them what is, is one of these what is, uh, <clears throat> it horribly wounded you there, Mr. Esquire? Dankin nods. He then uh, he then yeah, pulls out yeah, of his um, uh, out of his backpack, essentially like just like one of the little side pockets. Um, 
he pulls out what looks like a like a, a series of like shattered pieces of steel or metal in and then just like kind of you know puts them together like the same way you'd put a cup together after you've broken it and it kind of looks like kind of like a really big ant but wrong hmm so a big metal insect then something like that yes yeah that sounds dangerous well we should probably go and we should probably go and squash it that would be good um after these few days of travel uh you see the crown of a broken tower through the tree line as you approach the sounds of men women and children slowly echo through the forest towards you the cries of small children and nervous bleating of livestock lash at you with a sense of impotence. Several of the men and women you can see are holding basic farmyard implements or weapons, and nearly all of them are wounded. Dirty bandages and torn clothes, all recent looking, tell you that these are desperate people. And that's where we're going to leave the episode. Probably don't have anything worth stealing. We Probably need to not. them. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely not going to rob these people. Why? Why would we do that? Why does a piney want to steal That's shit? just Ethan. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, what's Malf's motivation behind uh, this? Or is it just Ethan? Uh, you know, a bit of both. I don't know. I figured our group needed a dickhead in it. We don't have any dickheads. We haven't had what one DD for a while. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a braggart. I... That's not the same. <laughs> I I also I wanted to establish that like by the time we get to this this endpoint, um, like I'm finishing up a story. It's like yeah, and so then we were on this train, and it like had fallen. It was like falling over the bridge, and we fell in the water, and this bear came out and, and rescued us, and that was the story of the train and the bear. Yep, Duncan is like like, like I'm out <clears throat> of stories. Actually, tell you what, let's give this one last roll. This will be this will be fun. <laughs> oh, uh, 14 plus Do you whatever. realize that all this time he's just been pretending to listen to you uh, because he's polite and well-bred <laughs> but he, he it, it slips pretty oh. badly at this point and he's just unable to contain <laughs> his like he, he makes wild gestures like can someone please get the wizard away from me? I'm about to strangle him. And I successfully just mime take, Michael again. I can't take any more of these stories. <laughs> At this point, Dankin sees your miming and he bursts into... Well, his, his version of laughter, which... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, it's been really good to sit down and actually play Dungeons and Actual Dragons again. Yay. Um, because I'm recording from home today, I've probably got a little boy that I need to go get out of bed because he's probably done sleeping. Nah, he's fine. Yeah, probably. Um, but everyone else, um... He's normally fine. We can 
find people's um let, let, let's go through our socials and whatnot uh dame is yours Twitter handle changed recently that I noticed? It has changed. Excellent. I, what is that new it, Twitter it, handle? It is now D- Dame Does Art. Um, pretty easy to find. And I'm more or less on there now. Um, since I don't do the other streams. Excellent. Um, Jacob, where can people you find can you? You can find me at jabbitsiu on Twitter. And I'll have some new charity streaming stuff coming up at the beginning of November. So I'll be plugging that before long. Oh, lovely. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Tyler. Yeah, if you go to Twitter, I'm at Ronald Foos. And uh, if you go to club.fail, that's where a bunch of my shows are. And... Uh, if you want to see me do a or listen to me do a uh, podcast competition, I'm on the current season of America's Next Top Podcaster, and they have like uh, like like a whole bunch of episodes out now. Excellent for, for the first week. Get into that. Uh, and Ethan. Mm, yeah. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Present. Uh, yeah, I'm Ethan, yep. Um, yeah, no, uh, on Twitter at, at igazessi2, which is these days pretty much just for Simpsons memes and complaining about Dota and the state of Dota. Excellent. And I, of course, can be found at Nerdy People D&D. Um, the domain I purchased, uh, betterhomesanddungeons.net, is still under construction, but I have a very silly logo that um, a colleague of mine is, is, is drawing for me. I'm leaning into the Better Homes and Dungeons things pretty hard, guys. <laughs> I, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, by the time this episode comes out, I probably would have had the discussion I'm going to have with the next guest, um, which is going to be all about inclusivity and how to be nice at the table. So hopefully I'll learn how to do that. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be notes. like, oh shit, I should, I've been doing that wrong all this damn time. My god, what a twin. Cool. Um, but everyone, until next week, I shall What's see up? you then. Alright. Later.